0: works is dead. Jesus came to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly. And you and I are here celebrating the new life that we have in Christ. Today is the first day of spring. New life. New birth. New hope. For all of us here tonight, it is such a special evening, but for me especially, it is an honor to be with you. It is a a real honor to be with all of you, my family, family of God. Uh, As you heard in my bio, I was born in Lima, Peru, South America. I'm a descendant of the Incas, that's the Indians of Peru, in a mixture with the Germans back in the 40s, the 50s. And I'm in America, and I am a Christian. That's one, one citizenship that we all have and in heaven we're going to all speak one language, Amen. the language of love Amen. we know that Spanish for many people, especially poets, Spanish is a romantic language Amen. I can share a thing or two about being romantic making your wife fall in love with you over and over again, I've been married for 30 years, we're still doing our honeymoon every year, hallelujah. hallelujah and um I want to talk about faith today because it is the, the subject that has been given to us for this special week of men putting feet to their faith yes. and um, talking about the gift of God. The Bible says that he's given us all a measure of faith. We all have faith. Jesus made a comment of uh, if we had the, 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 the faith like the size of a master's seed, very tiny, we can tell that mountain to be removed and be placed in the middle of the sea. It is a metaphor about how there is nothing impossible for God. It's not faith in ourselves, it's not faith in circumstances, it's faith in Almighty God. And this evening, I have a testimony to share. Because not only was I saved by grace, but I continually are are walking also by the grace of God. The the grace of God that continues to be poured out in our lives. Because we're all sinners. You need a repentance. We, we lack faith. We, we lack uh, vigor and valor and everything else as men. Yes. I remember I was, the, I was the middle child in my family. And uh, my father used to teach me, say, be the best in whatever you do. I don't care what you do, but be the best. Yes. And uh, when I became a Christian, I, I want to I wanna be the best example I can be for the Lord. The light of the world, the soul of the earth. I was 17 when I gave my life to the Lord. But you see, I was still uh, involved with with things that people do when they are young. And it was New Year's Eve. It was the first New Year's away from my family and my loved ones and my family, which I grew up so close to. And, And that night, I went drinking with my friends from school. But close to midnight, I... I remember at midnight, New Year's, the family gathers together and gives hugs and everything, and, and these friends from school that we were drinking with, they were into something else. So I thought, away wait with you guys. I'm going to go home, and I'm just going to, you know, just go with my, put myself to sleep. And little did I know that the red lights went, and I was arrested. Being a minor drunk driver, I was a, a foreign student so everything became jeopardized just for a moment of just walking away I was a brand new Christian I didn't know better but I, I, I understand that grace of God was there and, 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 and somebody came to me and said Fausto if you have faith you really repent of what you did God, God can help you and deliver you and a long story short the Lord gave me the forgiveness yeah. not to drink anymore and God spared me from, from being deported back to my country. God spared me from having a, a record in, 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 my, in, in my life because God intervened. When I spoke to the public defender, and I, I shared my testimony, I said, I'm never going to drink again. She laughed. She said, you know how many kids your age tells me that tell me the same thing? And I said, yes, but this time is different. Why? Because I'm a Christian. And I have faith in God. That when I gave my life to him, I devoted to a new life. And I'm here to tell you, it's been 40 plus years, going for 41 years, I gave my life to Christ. And I testify of the fact that God is good. All the time he is good. And he loves me. And though we may fall once and twice and seven times, the righteous shall be again lifted up. The eighth time. If you turn your Bible with me to the portion that we have read, which is the subject of faith, we, we learn about something that is very, very important because many of us have been perhaps grown uh, in the Christian church. I did not, but I, I grew up in, in, a, in, a, in a religious church, a religious family. Yeah. Uh, I knew about God, but I did not know God personally. Uh, I heard the scriptures read, but I didn't understand what was being read. Because the person reading it didn't know either. One thing is religion, another thing is relationship. And that when we talk about having faith in Almighty God, having a living faith, having a victorious faith, having the faith that conquers, that overcomes this world. It's faith that is of a child, the the faith of a child that trusts completely in the Lord. Here as we read in in, in the book of James. And the book of James is a powerful book because it gives us the practicality of knowing that, you know, God is working in our lives. And through trials and tribulations, that's why take it all joy when you find yourself in diverse difficulties. Because it's going to increase your faith and your stability in Him. And for you to realize that you're going to grow in patience and understanding. As a Christian, it hasn't been easy. I've experienced and I continue to experience many painful, suffering, trials in my life, but yet they are making me stronger and stronger and stronger in God, are teaching me to trust in Him and not in men, are teaching me to, to devote myself more to Him more than anything else in my life. And having a fresh star happens every moment as you think of Him and think of how, how much He loves you, and a fresh star means a new beginning. Today is the the first day of the rest of your life. And God is able to do exceedingly above all we can ask or think to him who is all-powerful and he is able. So talking about the new life, because faith without works is dead, which speaks about the fruit of your life. It's not just enough for me to say I'm a Christian, it's not just for me to say, oh, yeah, I love the Lord, but to be able to demonstrate it with tangible ways and evidence that show for the fact that you mean what you say and you say what you mean. And that God is real to you. We are by no means saying that we are perfect, no, far from it, but we, we fall and we get up and we keep walking again, walking by faith, not by sight. And again, it is part of a spring season in our lives that we are entering in today and, and there's a message for us in a visible way you look out and you see the flowers beginning to flourish and you begin the trees to be dressed with the leaves and the branches and, and it's for you and me also to bring forth a, which will be fruitful in the future. so while we have a scientific explanation for the brightness of a spring that replaces the, the bleak death of winter There is more to new life than what we see in the natural world. There is also the reality of another life which likewise comes out of death. This life, however, has eternal implications. The scripture tells us of our very first parents that came into the world brimming with fresh, newly created life and unfettered access to the creator himself. But deception... Deception produced disobedience and death entered into the human experience, and the beauty and freshness of new life was tarnished. Our society today is very tarnished. Our youth, our families are fragmented, are disoriented because of the tarnish of this world with sin. How could it be restored? How could it be restored only by the intervention of the Creator? Humanity having declared our independence from our Creator would spend centuries learning over and over again that this broken world is too big for us. We groan with longing for life. People are desperate looking for answers. And we see that there is no answer outside of Jesus, the Son of God, the Savior of the world. Then, when Jesus came, the Creator Himself took on human flesh and joined us in our journey through the bleak wasteland of death. He lived for us and ultimately died for us so that new life could once again be the experience of men and women of every generation. The life he offers is not only that lasted forever. It is hope, filled, promise for today. Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it full this is what faith does to us. Gives us a full life. I don't need anything else. You have Jesus. You have everything. You don't need anything else. And I would, be, I would say tonight, I, I ask that you will examine yourselves. King David prayed a prayer in Psalms 139. Search my heart, O God, and see if there's any wicked way in me and, and lead me in the way of everlasting life. But the Bible says that we cannot hide from God. The Bible says that his word is like two-edged sword. It's quick and alive. And cuts through the heart and divides the soul and the spirit and discerns the thoughts and the intentions of men. And then the following verse, verse 13 of chapter 4 of Hebrews says, And nothing can be hidden from God. Nothing. Think about this. Right now we're sitting here and God sees everything, He knows everything. And that's why you can say, Lord, my life, I want it always to be yours. Devoted dedicated to you you see to follow Jesus can be the easiest most simple thing to do or the most difficult and complicated thing to do Jesus said, follow me and yet we complicate ourselves yeah, I want to follow you but I also want to go that direction I want to follow you and do what you tell me but I also want to do what I want to do and we learn that at the beginning was God God created everything God created man in his own image he created him and then I want you to to have a a mental picture about not only God but about you the 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 creation that God made and it's you, it's all about you in this life right now our young people, older people it's all about me it's what I like, what I want and when I want it and how I want it but when you become a Christian then it's you and God you and God. Still, you first and then God. But then, when you become more mature, you, you let the Word of God fill your heart, your mind, and your soul. You begin to die to yourself. You learn to be crucified with Christ. And now it's not you, but it's Christ who lives in you and through you. So, it's not, not, not anymore you and God, but it's, it's, it's God in you. You see the difference? It's God in you now. And that's the, 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 the product of faith. Because because of faith I realize that it is Him first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So He, he, he is first. So it's God in me. Used to be me, used to be me and God. Now it's God in me. But, but but don't stay there. Yeah. Then it's God, others, and me. Yeah. Yeah. God others in me. Yeah. So it is God first. And then who else, Lord, do you want to bless? Do you want to touch? Who do you want to impact by the life live living through my life? We are channels. wiersby a pastor of pastors, writes in one of his books about the call of God and following, serving God. He says, Ministry takes place when the supernatural resources meet that natural needs through loving channels of love for the glory of God. Let me repeat that. Yes. Ministry. Min- Everybody say it with me, ministry. Yes ministry takes place when the supernatural resources come down and meet the human needs through loving channels of love for the glory of God who are the channels we are the channels can you say that with me who are the channels we are those channels but not just channels we are loving channels the love is a very important element there it's not just that I'm serious about things but I must be loving not only that I'm firm about things, but I must be lovingly firm. Tough love, yes, but love. And I believe with all of my heart that as you not only realize that there is a God and there is you who God created you, and when you receive God, then it's, it's you and God, but as you grow, it's, it's God in you, and as you even grow more, it is, it's God others in you, then you learn what is the principle of ministry and servanthood, to love and to serve, to love and to serve and to be motivated and dedicated. I remember my kids, when they were teenagers, uh, they joined a, a youth group that was uh, a training through the boot camp, uh, military uh, style, strong. They even dressed like a military, and they went out for two weeks, and they were really being drilled in, in a way that, man, I, I even got scared myself when I heard that. Man, you know, just the screaming and everything else, but, but then as they went out through those long walks, with their cantimploras and just a little bit of a food, but the rest of them it would just experience hunger and thirst and tiredness and all, and they gotta keep going. They gotta be together, unified together. They were running, there were people that were heavier than others, those that were heavier, you know, and sometimes they would just drop. And they will turn around and go and help them to get up and keep walking, keep running with them. But then they will just be dropped. They couldn't go anymore. They couldn't move their legs. They couldn't feel their legs. They will carry them and run with them because we are a team together. We're a body. When one hurts, everyone hurts. And that faith to believe that we all can make it together. Unify, focus, motivate it, and dedicate it. I remember after the, the, the two weeks, my kids came home just for the weekend, and then they needed to go back. And I remember them going, you know, and, and saying, motivated, dedicated, motivated, dedicated. They were just doing their exercise, the push-ups and the sit-ups and everything. Else. And I just look at them and said, what you, what, man, what happened to you? You know, they, they changed. I mean, think about teenagers like that. And... Uh, and I kind of got that the swing of it. You know, motivated, dedicated. Yeah, man, we got to get up early. You know, motivated, dedicated. Do you think you can do that? Do you think you can say that? I yeah. think you can. When I say motivated, you say dedicated. Motivated. Dedicated. Motivated. Dedicated. motivated. I say motivated, you say dedicated. I say dedicated, you say motivated. Motivated. Dedicated. 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 Motivated. Come on, motivated. Dedicated. dedicated. Motivated. You got it. You got it. Give yourself a hand. Give yourself a hand. Come on. Fresh start, new beginning, motivated, dedicated, faith, faith in Almighty God. He had faith in me. The Bible says in Timothy that He's thankful to God through Jesus Christ that counted Him faithful, putting Him in the ministry. I think about I was a teenager when I gave my heart to the Lord. And I felt the calling, the burning in my heart to want to share about God's love, like liquid love being poured into my life. I used to be very timid. I used to stutter through my childhood. People would make fun of me. People would bully me. But when I became a Christian, you see the speed that I used to speak in English and Spanish. bilingüe también si quieren hablar en español. Holy Spirit comes over you and changes your life. Transforms you. The Bible says that he has brought us from the power of darkness into the kingdom of his son, Jesus Christ. So again, thinking about through the new life, God begins the process of pulling from our heart the death-laden poisons of hatred, vengeance, resentment, and bitterness, and begins to create within us a capacity to love as He is love. And uh, this is what the body of Christ needs. This is putting feet to our faith, loving one another, forgiving one another. I've, I've been hurt. I've been hurt more than I care to share because I have forgiven And as you forgive, then you put that behind you and you just let water run underneath the bridge and you keep going. And it's through love that we then become more like Christ because he loves us. He loves us to the end, eternally. And also as we we forgive and also as we serve, we become more in the image of God. Jesus came not to be served unto, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So to love and to serve putting feet on your faith, 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 the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's not by emotion, it's by conviction. And in your heart, you know that you know that he is God. Job Job said, though he may slay me, I will still worship him. For I know that my redeemer liveth. And I'm here to testify that God God is good, God is good, God is good though we may go through the valley of Baca, the valley of Baca, the the valley of tears, though we may go through the valley of shadow of death, we shall fear no evil, because his rod comforts us, his staff comforts us, so so this evening I I am pleased to to say to you that new life is offered here in this home faith Christian ministry is, is a special ministry for all of us because it reminds us of the important gift that God has giving us the gift of faith everyone has been given a measure of it the Bible says that faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God the more we let the word of God penetrate our lives and abide in us more abundantly then the more you are able to see things from a different perspective God's perspective circumstances should never define you but it's his word because of his love So again, be encouraged tonight. Be encouraged by the love that he has. Our identity is that we are loved children of God. That's your identity. Not that I'm a carpenter or that I'm an office manager or that I am a this or I'm a that. Your your identity, you're a loved child of God. A loved child of God. For all those who receive him, and all those that call upon his name God gave them the power to become children of God and this evening only you know where you're at only you know what you're going through I, I'm a pastor that many times I'll, I'm called by other pastors for them to share with me what they're going through and because I am not of their denomination or their circle of uh, ministerial work then they're not afraid that I will fire them or I will tell them you know, you know, this and that is going to happen But I'm telling you, people are hurting. People are hurting. So as I ask you to draw that mental picture of God, and then it's you, and that's how many people, it's all about them. It's just about me, 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 myself, and I. That's all that we care for. And those people are so egotistic, they're so empty, they're so vicious, but they need God. But not only when they come to church and when they come to God, then it's them and God, right? Me and God. But then when you grow, then it's God and you. But then it's, it's God, others, and you. But then, hear this. We're all hurting. We all hurt. Even the one that is just him or her, just the me, it's hurting deeply. Even when it's you and God, me and God, I'm still hurting. Even when it's God and me, I'm still hurting. Yes. Even when it's God, others and me, I'm still hurting. Yes. Because we hurt. Yes. Yes. And, and it's what produces in us that longing of, of redemption, the longing to go home with Jesus. Maranatha, the Lord cometh. Jesus Christ is coming again. But He's already come and He lives and resides in us. So Christ living in me now, living for Him and allowing Him to personify in every act, in every word, and allow the world to hear and the world to know that Christ loves them, that he died for them on the cross. He who knew no sin became sin so that we who were sinners will be called the righteousness of God. He who was rich became poor so that we who were poor became rich in him. Who, who, Who can do that? Only God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever will believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he was dead, yet shall he also live again. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the the counsel of the ungodly, nor walks in the way of the sinner nor sits in the seed of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the Lord in which he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water which leaf will not fall and he will much, give much fruit. Not so, not so with the unbelievers. So let us believe, let us trust, let us obey, let us have faith in him and let us continue to rejoice in the Lord as we praise him and worship the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people in his presence there is fullness of joy at his right hand gladness forevermore let us rejoice people of God it is God others and you God others and us motivated dedicated dedicated motivated yes focus focus in Jesus Fix your eyes on Jesus, the after and finisher of our faith. Yes. Let us be unified as the body of Christ from all over the world, from all Christian denominations and all races and languages. Yes. It's one body, one family, the family of God. Jesus broke down the walls of separation, made us all one, one faith, one God. May all the praise go to him. May you please bow your heads with me for a moment. Again, God is here. God is here. We can sense his love, his presence. He he dances around us. He says in Sophaniahs, chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. He's dancing around us. He's joyful right now here among us. Jesus, smiles at us right now. Jesus, smiling at you right now. He sees how much we long to be with him, to praise him, to thank him. Not only did the Lord spare me when I committed that sin, but I repented and said no more, no more when I was a teenager. But also as the Lord gave me a wife, he, she will be the only one in my life. And again, my children. And God has spared me the experience of having my wife die because she had an incurable disease. And one night she was almost dying in my arms. I can relate to the pain. I can relate to the longing of my heart. Lord, we have little children. Don't take my wife. And God have mercy. She gave me my wife again. But what? To cherish her more. To love her more. Yes. To celebrate her more. One of my, my children, my, my daughter, was born with a defective kidney. And we didn't know until she was two years old. She wasn't developing. Her hair was not growing. And from one to another doctor and specialist then finally found out she, she has a she defected kidney and operation needs to take place. She was only two years old. My heart broke. And we went to the operation room and when they put the anesthesia and we had to walk away and they took her away from us. It was so painful. But our trust was in the Lord. Lord, I know you can do miracles Lord. I know that you can, yes. you can bring her back. And, and he did. My daughter is a healthy mother with three kids. But all of this continues to happen. So the God of all comforts, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father of mercies, the one who comforts us of all tribulations, as he comforts us, then you and me can go and comfort others with the same comfort that we have been comforted. The ministry of reconciliation, the ministry of, of encouragement, so you are hurting tonight. And God knows it. Let Jesus bring healing to your hurt. Let Jesus bring a stability to your heart. Set your mind on him. So that the peace of God. May unfold in your life. Like never before. The peace of the Lord. Peace like a river. The joy of the Lord. Joy like a, like a fountain. The love of God. The love like an ocean. Love, peace, Joy. Long-suffering, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. That's the fruit of the Spirit, my friends. It's the fruit of the Spirit. So if you need prayer tonight, you know, I don't need to, to say it. You know it. Jesus said, call upon me. All that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But then he, he said, ask me and you shall receive. Knock and you shall you shall be open. Seek me and you shall find. So right now, just... Raise your hands high and say, Lord, I'm I'm reaching out to you right now, God. I ask for healing. I ask for forgiveness. I ask for your divine touch. I ask for your divine intervention in whatever situation we we may be going through right now. You know it, Father. You know it. But Lord, I have faith in you. I have faith in your word. I have faith in your promises, Lord. not because of any of us, but because of what you did on the cross of Calvary. That you pour your blood and that you, your life was broken for us. You are the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Lord, we confess our sins to you. For you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Lord, bless the worship team. Bless the choir of men. Bless the ladies that are here, Lord. Bless the children and the children of their children. And bless every man, Lord, and every, every person here. Oh, God, may we be dedicated and motivated, focused and unified by the power of your word through faith, faith in Christ. So again, Lord, we thank you for this morning, this evening. And we thank you for this week of ministry to men and men ministering to all of us in a very, very special way. May we be worshipers. May we be those who are prayer warriors. May we be those that evangelize, share our faith and share the gospel with others. We love, you. We, love you. We you, we praise you, give thanks to Jesus. Let's all stand and put our hands together in praise to Jesus.